You're listening to the Bourbon and Balance Podcast, where we discuss fitness and the finer things in life with people who find balance between both. This week, we sat down with our friend Joe Sobolski to talk about the most fun and impactful sporting events that we've been spectators of. This episode was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed recording it. If you're enjoying this content, please head over to your social media of choice and share this episode with someone who you think would get value from it as well. As always, this week's episode is brought to you by Cole Whip Speed Ropes, the fastest and most efficient ropes on the market. Use our discount code BOURBON at checkout to get 10% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bourbon and Balance podcast. It's been quite a long time. It has. Uh, This is season two, episode 13. I'm glad that we are back on. It's Friday the 13th. Is it? I is guess. It really? no. no, it's not. It's the 29th. <laughs> Tomorrow is, or Sunday's Halloween. Joe and I both were like almost had a panic attack. Wait, it's only halfway through October. What? I missed it. That's what the month of February feels like. Dude, that it's was like weird. February 64th. All of us grabbed our phones yeah. like, is it really the 13th? I was so confused. <laughs> you got us totally. Hey, sorry. Uh, Oh, that's funny. Trickster on Halloween. Got well, him. Well, we have uh, Joe. What did he always say? His last Chibulki. Chibulki. Close enough. Uh On the show, is this third time? It, this one's a little bit more fun. The last two have been pretty structured, but this one will be uh, just kind of shooting the old shit. Third time's a charm. Hopefully this one will be good. Hopefully yeah. people will hey, like this one. the setup didn't take 45 minutes today, so we're already True. off to well, a maybe better it, start. Man, maybe it did. Pros. We just weren't in the room shit. while you were setting up. No, it was good. Okay. It was the fastest it's ever been. Really? Yeah, I think I was ready in three hours. It only took a year and a half for you to get yeah. uh, going on that. Good job, man. And some of those days, it got a little bit slower than the last time that we did it. <laughs> yeah. uh, my my mic's like, not on. Oh, no. oh <laughs> It's the 13th. It is the 13th. Um, a quick announcement for anybody that had purchased a crew neck. Those are deliver, or those are getting printed next week, so that would be the first week of November. Um, so those will either be shipped out or be available for pickup sometime the second week of November, hopefully. Um, Woo! So that'll be pretty cool. They look sweet. I'm pretty pumped for them. Going to be beautiful. Uh, what's new with you? Me? We haven't really like. I mean, we've both been really busy. You've been super busy just with. Uh, having a baby and work, but yeah, but I mean that's just going to be like a constant now. It's just yeah. the way life is. I'm sorry. Uh, the baby has been going through. Uh, she like couldn't swallow things. Oh, right? you were telling me that. So we've been having to go to like ear, nose, and throat doctor, and we tried to get scopes done, but they can't do it because she's too like strong and squirrely. Where they they she won't just let them scope her throat or like oh like put an actual microscope down yeah, her throat yeah like that kind of stuff uh, normally like if they're really young they can just do it like the baby will just sit there um, but now they like need to knock her out if they're gonna do it and obviously they don't want to do that with that young of a child so it's a big long it's been a big long mess so how old is she now seven therapy. months uh, yeah yeah I think I think Kip made a post the other day. Like she had just turned seven months or maybe she turned six months. We both kind of like looked at each other like, holy crap. Like like she was just born. Oh, it's crazy. She's on on the go now. She like, she's moving, pulling drawers open and 
crawl almost like full crawling, but she like army crawls all over. Yeah. We'll just randomly find her like underneath a desk or something. It's <laughs> really? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Out the road. For, like, <laughs> yeah. Just like leaving the sidewalk. Up a tree. Headed yeah. Kids well, are hard. get a job. <laughs> Kids are really hard. <laughs> yeah, she's moving so much, she so, might as well start working. Yeah. And that's really it. That's Nothing about else. it. No, you yeah. guys are like mid-peak, like kind of football season too. Well, so. yeah, playoffs for football, fall sport or fall sports are ending. Ending winter sports are starting. Yeah. Uh, so the past two weeks at the high school were like our testing period of doing maxes and uh, pro agility shuttle, vertical jump test, yeah. all that for all of the kids in the school. So those were long. Days. Yeah, that's a lot. It's fun and, to watch the kids improve and like really get jacked up. Like, like any, excited any, to test. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And get excited as they hit PRs yeah. and see the progress that they've made because they always want to max out and we, we yeah. only let them max out uh, every quarter. So, yeah. Um, it's interesting because you t- both of you are like in the, well, you, I'm just saying like with your kids, you understand or you live in that realm of like fluctuation of kids are in sports. So things are super hectic. And then. You know, maybe it's like off season, so you're not as hectic once you get out of the gym. But you're also like you live in that realm because you're, yeah. you know, that's literally what you do is teach the kids or coach the kids. And I'm like completely removed. So I, I didn't even know, like, to be honest, last week, I didn't know football was this far, like progressed yeah. uh, in their season to where now it's like playoffs one and done yeah. until you had mentioned with the Forest Hills, the Forest Hills um, kids like I didn't realize that you were that they are that far into their season. Yeah. But I'm just removed from high school sports in general. I don't know. It's don't crazy. Even... Yeah, and then like hockey tryouts are next week. Yeah. So And where what are your Rowan is in right and now? So they're just finish up conference yeah. championships. Did they do like a round robin thing to finish their season? Yeah. yeah so and then they'll good. they'll begin the districts and regionals and yeah like i feel run. like they just did that that's because it got pushed it so far COVID. back last year yeah yeah that it feels like it's that's true very close together but volleyball is also the i think it's the longest season uh-huh. is it they start like the mo- a couple the most days games? before football usually does and then they're i think the state championship is the day after the football state championship hmm. or like the week after it's but, a really long season yeah you guys are both so busy and i feel yeah. like i'm not as Dude, busy as winter you guys. is crazy do you are you Winter still going to a lot center. of the games? Yeah, you do when I can. Like yeah. the football I've games. I've actually and been stuff. getting to go to a decent amount of volleyball. Really? Just because it's fallen on nights when I've had haven't had as many training sessions. Yeah. And then Kit will be home, or we have our nanny. So you the, get to like watch the, the games and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, it's been That'll fun. Be down What's the road new for me? with you besides getting a cool new blue Hot Wheels car? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing really. I mean, the gym's really really good right now. Classes are great. We had uh, the past couple of weeks. We've had a lot of well, not like you had some chaos with the floor. Yeah. Well, we just have prod like projects in general yeah. that are going on, but normal gym stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it Two thousand actually... square feet of concrete tear out. Normal sewage plumbing. Yeah. yeah. Repairs yeah. and repouring of said concrete. It's just normal gym stuff. Yeah. yeah. Most CrossFit gyms. Danielle Danielle made a post. Um, I always want to say Danielle Boudreau, but. Dunlap. She made a post the other day because she's a she's a general manager of a pretty big CrossFit gym down south where they live, and it was like what you think your CrossFit coach does on a daily basis, and it was like you know work out nine hours a day and yeah. nap and recover and sleep, and, and then it was like and what you actually do, classes or whatever. you know what your coach actually does, and then it was like you know 
all of the administrative stuff that she has to do and then in combination of that with cleaning and organizing and stuff and then I think of like what our daily tasks are here and it's like yeah, yeah like I say that I'm a coach but in reality like the other half of my day is usually figuring out some type of construction project or blowing out a wall or yeah. laying rubber or whatever you know so yeah we've been busy but it's been it's been really good the gym's been great um classes are are pretty full and yeah it's fun going into winter now so doors have been closed a little bit more which isn't as fun but yeah it is nice to be able to work out with the sun shining and yeah but now that that room is finished and rubber will be coming soon hopefully uh the spaces are looking great so yeah it's pretty sweet say all the improvements yeah you had to put jimmy whippy to work yeah no kidding (laughs) he's been he's been helpful He's been a hoot. I hope he listens to this one. But we call him Mohammed now. Uh, but that's, that's only because Joe had an old friend back in the day uh, during his decathlon days that he... I guess Whenever can, we had like a decathlon gathering at the Olympic Training Center or something like that, Mohammed would come and he would just disappear. And we'd be like in the middle of something and be like, where's Mohammed? And nobody could find him. You could look for him. You couldn't find him. And then you'd give up looking for him. And then right in the middle of the next session... He'd just show up again. you turn around there, there he'd be. <laughs> He's back. He's back. And JP <laughs> reminds me of that sometimes. You'd be like, where'd he go? I don't know. Yeah. He's very, very sneaky. So, <laughs> so he disappears, but he also can't hear. He has like maybe 15% of his hearing left. Oh, boy. So like I'll be up here, like whatever. I'll be like programming on my computer or something, and I'll hear Joe. <laughs> like the doors will be open down here. I'll hear Joe, JP. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And I look out and he's walking away from Joe as Joe's calling his name. And he just feet can't away. hear him. Jeez. I'm like, jeez, dude, turn your, you know, turn your ears up. Turn your on. hearing aids it's, up. Yeah, he's, but he's been, he's been a blast. He's, he's a good dude. Are you guys, is that like going to have an intervention and take him to? No, like he couldn't, you wouldn't special. be able to hear the intervention. So. <laughs> You're not going to just take him to hearing specialist no. and get him some hearing Maybe aids. we'll just we get, find him. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Whoa, he was in the car with us one minute and he wasn't. <laughs> no, he's been great. He's been, he's been a lot of fun. Um, we were, I guess, just to get like on topic uh, in terms of classes, we had a question of the day the other day that was, uh, what is your favorite um, sporting event you had ever been to. And this has kind of gone in parallel with a conversation that we've had probably a half a dozen times about different sports or different activities. But uh, basically like looking at <clears throat> how the top 1% or if you want to say even higher, like the 0.01% of elite athletes, how their physical abilities or their performances in whatever sport you're talking about at the time um, relate to those who are either relatively competitive or just like the normal human being. And the one thing that I always, you, you always see it like when the Olympics come around, but it's uh, it's like a meme that says like, the Olympics should be ran with an average person also doing that sport for reference yes. of you know what the Olympians abilities are. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be an Olympic sport. It can be any professional sport, but we've been on this topic a lot. And every time that we start talking about it, I'm like, man, that'd be super cool to have Joe on and have him talk about his experience as well with, um, either, you know, just starting out as a track and field athlete or like, you know, once he got to the, um, the Olympic trials and stuff. But then I started thinking about instances where I had that same, um, I guess like 
thought process uh, when I either saw something or was experiencing something. And then I was like, hey, let's do an, an episode on that. So we've all kind of thought about those moments, but we've also had, we also have moments of an athletic event that we had attended um, that made an impact on our, just on our life in general. So yeah, both had attended and competed and competed in. in yeah. So. Why don't you go first? And Me, then, yeah. I get to go first. You get to All go right. first. Yeah, let's do the let's do like a fun one first, like a fun, not necessarily one that like made a. I don't know. Maybe it did make an impact. But I I have a story that was just like a really cool, fun story um, about one that I attended, and then I have one that's pretty impactful. But so if you have one that's similar to that, yeah, I start mean, with that. I by fun do you mean like funny or just like. Inter- like competing enjoyable. itself was fun or whatever. Yeah. Well, mine I did not compete in, but it was just an enjoyable experience to okay. go and and. So let's hear yours, see. so I know where you're going with this. Okay. We I think we have different it's, ideas. Yeah, yeah. it's a pretty about. long story, but I told it during the classes yesterday, and it was actually really cool. They um, didn't get to work out yesterday. They didn't <laughs> work out at all. I kept saying Everybody long story sit short. Sit down, but... crisscross applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we were in. There were six of us, and we were in um, Tampa for spring break in college. It was like oh baby. I think I was twenty. I had just turned twenty-one or maybe twenty-two. And uh, I had a Red Wings shirt on, and we were at a bar in the middle of the day. It was beautiful, <clears throat> and this guy. We were sitting at a bar, and this guy was kind of sitting next to us by himself. He was all dressed up. It looked like he had just come from a meeting or something. And he leaned over and he goes, hey, are you guys from Detroit? And I was like, yeah. And we started, you know, shooting the shit. And eventually he was like, would you guys want to go to, because I had a Todd Bertuzzi shirt on. Nice. Would you rather, or would you guys want to go see a Florida Panthers game tomorrow? And like all of us are like, well, yeah, like that would be super fun. And he's like, okay, here's my card. Call my assistant. Her name and number's on the back and uh, she'll hook you up with some tickets. He did it like really nonchalant. (laughs) And we were like, wow, sweet. Like we get some tickets, like who knows, you know, whatever. And so we call his assistant the next day and she's like, oh yeah. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name to be honest. I actually think I still have his card in my old wallet, but she was like, he told me about you guys. Um, uh, just give me an email address. I'll send you over the six tickets and a parking pass and you guys will be good to go. So I'm like, sweet. (laughs) So we get this email and it's six tickets and a parking pass and we end up driving there and the pass that we had for parking was like right next to like a private entrance. And we were like, Holy cow. Like what, what do we get ourselves into? Well, it ended up being again, long story short, it ended up being the highest level VIP tickets that you could get six wow. of them. This is hockey. This is, ho- this is Florida Panthers. Panthers. Yep. Are Panthers the NHL, good on ice, typically? <laughs> the NHL team, which at the time they were like the worst team in the league. And, but it didn't matter. It was like, we're going to see yeah. a hockey game. And so there were like four or five different security checkpoints we had to go through. We had like four or five different wristbands by the time we actually got to the suite. The suite had all you could eat and all you could drink, like top tier, like there was like a filet mignon, like carving station, hand-rolled sushi by a sushi chef that was in front of you. Just a Um, bunch of 21-year-old Yeah, and mind you, we're all 21, 22 years old on spring break, like... We had, have you ever seen, you've, you've seen it, but I don't know if you've seen them. Um, the, the cup, uh, what do they call them? Like at baseball games where you drink a oh, beer and you stack. cups. Yeah, yeah like yeah. a stack of Like a snake cups. of cups. Snake, that's yeah. what it is. I and mean, we had a snake of, like, and we're surrounded by like all these like CEOs of companies <laughs> and stuff. But it was still like, and then we called him afterwards um, and talked to him for a little while over the, like the vehicles, you know, like calling whatever. And the only thing that he said, like we kept saying thank you and thank you, like we had the greatest time in the world. The only thing he said was pass it on. 
And it was like so impactful. Like I've always tried to, you know, like be giving and, and be able to provide things like that for others, but for like some random stranger to do that. And then to just be like, yeah, just pass it on. Like, I'm glad you guys had fun. It was like one of those things that stick out of like, there's like a lot of good people out there still. And it like made our trip. We all still talk about it to this day. We have like, you know, we share pictures of it every once in a while when the memories come up and it was insane, but I had never been so full and so drunk at the same time. Uh, but on, yeah, it was just like a super cool experience. So that's what I meant by um, more so just like a fun experience. Sure. Um, but, but it was also had, it was also pretty impactful too. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty neat. I don't mind. I mean, my fun experience. I've had a lot of really fun experiences, but none of them were like that. Yeah. Where I I guess I haven't had a lot of crossover moments. Most of my great lessons came from like competing or yeah, like actually you know, doing. Yeah, I guess more serious. You know, being at a competition. Sure. Um, but I, I've been very lucky. So most people don't know if you're a high school football coach in the state of Michigan. You can have the head coach call Michigan State's ticket office and Michigan, any college, and submit a roster of coaches. And then you can call the morning of or like the week before a game and request tickets for free for free. Really? They're like recruiting tickets. Huh. Uh, so like at Michigan State, as long they only have so many. Yeah. So I would always call when I wanted to go to a game on Monday when the ticket office opened at 9 a.m. or yeah. whatever. Um and so we used those tickets for a long time when I was coaching football. And uh, I got very lucky several times to get the recruiting tickets are where they give tickets for anybody who is requesting tickets. Mm -hmm. So several times I got to sit next to Tom Izzo and I got to really? sit next to like uh, a bunch of like Larry Caper, who is a football player for Michigan State, T uh, TJ Duckett. Like we got to sit next to all these former Michigan State football yeah, players or like it. hockey players or um, – like what's his name? Ryan Miller was at a game really? one time. Like, yeah, he's an NHL so, goalie. He plays hockey. On, he was the Hobie. on ice with skates and sticks. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> with the cold weather. Yeah. Um, he actually won the Hobie Baker Award, yeah. right? The, yeah. It's like the Hockey Heisman. Yeah. Were you yeah. aware of that's the name of that award? The Hockey Joseph? Heisman. The Hockey Heisman. It's yes. the double H. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've watched. For instance, the Michigan State Michigan game is coming up. Yeah. The year that they held Michigan like negative forty eight yards and sacked Denard Robbins or um, whoever the other quarterback was for Michigan seven times and it was just you were there big beating. That's Kent so and cool. I were there. Um, I didn't realize that like that's a perk yeah. of you know like high school coaches yeah i mean you're, you're technically supposed to bring one of your athletes yeah. with you but, oh really but yeah usually we we brought a friend that's neat yeah so that's always been a lot of fun and i've gotten to go into like the the s club which is like the alumni uh, club which is really cool to see you know yeah all sure all like the, the literally the who's who of michigan state people are in like there, congregated so, there yeah that's sweet. really cool yeah. like one year we were at the florida atlantic michigan state football game and it was downpouring like the heaviest rain I've ever sat in in my entire life. Uh -huh. Like you couldn't even see the field. It was raining so heavy. And so at halftime, we got to go into the S Club and every the floor was just like a giant Sopping puddle. wet, yeah. And all these like, again, the who's who of Michigan State people are in there. Like we're talking people with like dress shoes on. Yeah, are like just loafers. Like, yeah, just covered in water. And that was Is hilarious. there like food and stuff provided yeah. in the S Club? Yeah. 
That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So I've had those experiences and those yeah. are a lot of fun. Yeah. I was going to say getting a media pass at the CrossFit game, Dude, but these yeah. people have heard enough about that. Yeah. So. That was a good one. Joe, yeah. what do you think? What's your, do you have a fun story of attending or competing? Favorite? Oh, um, I know you got a ton of them, but. Uh, yeah. I mean, Michigan State football game uh, was the Sekia's. Uh, owned the building that we're in and mm-hmm. when I was renting and developed a friendship with him was given tickets and I didn't really get it because Peter was sometimes not a man of many words mm-hmm. so he kind of just threw them at me and said take these tickets and go to the game have fun <laughs> and I was like okay there any instructions he's like yeah when you get there just find a police officer he'll direct you and then keep driving towards the stadium and just drive until you can't drive any closer that's your parking spot Sweet. And sure enough, like we pulled up in front of a cop and he opened a gate and we were, we got out of traffic and we drove through campus. When Michigan State has a game, they close the interior yeah, of the yep. campus. But they we drove directly through the middle of campus with this special pass that, that Peter Secchia had. And then we parked in the closest parking spot to really? the stadium and sat on the 50-yard line in seats one and two. A and B. No way. Yeah, you could basically give uh, the head coach a noogie if you wanted to. From where we were <laughs> that sitting. is wild. Yeah. yeah, so it was a good time. Yeah, and I didn't know it. Like I didn't know. Like, like I didn't really going get it. In. Yeah, I was kind of wet behind the ears, like of sure. understanding even like the Sekia family. So yeah. I was like, oh cool, we get to go to a game, and yeah. I'm thinking, you know, we're gonna be, you know, second tier or whatever. I I didn't even understand that. Yeah. Like, he's the largest was the largest donor to Michigan State. Well, I was gonna yeah. ask because I know they have the Sekia building downtown. Mm-hmm. That's a Michigan State building. And yeah, that was also but... the Sekia baseball stadium. Yeah. At, oh. At Oh, wow, uh, I didn't realize that. They have a bunch of Dang. stuff that's named after them. Yeah, so as soon as they see whatever tag you had, they're like, oh, gosh. It was literally the, the premier tag to have. Yeah. It was so like cool. this iridescent like thing you had in your in your your over in your, your rearview mirror. And, uh, yeah, they respond immediately to yeah. it. And that's awesome. you're ushered in. Yeah. So, no, that was a good time. That was yeah, fun. That's, that's such a crazy thing to be at an event that's that big. Like, I can't imagine what it would be like to be at the Super Bowl like on the field or at the fifth. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Michigan state is of course incredible. It's so, was it a busy game? Yeah, it was a, you know, an early season game. It okay. wasn't like a, you know, but it wasn't like Ohio state or something where it was no. just still like, I mean, time. no, the, it's really cool. Yeah, I'm the just atmosphere saying atmosphere of a yeah. college game is still when you're crazy. down that close to the, this, the base level of the field, that yeah. is just such a, I mean, yeah, I could smell the players, and they smell yeah. terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, you're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They smell awful. Really? Yeah, man. Especially the early only, when they're sweating a ton. <laughs> the only time I've ever been to uh, – actually, the only college football games I've ever been – I've been to, like, one Grand Valley game, but I've been to a bunch of Michigan State games, but it's always freezing. Yeah. And we're always, like, even if we if we make it into the game after tailgating, it's like our seats are, like, way up high sure. or, you know, really far removed. So When you're that low, it's crazy – the, the just the energy and the noise. Yeah, I can't. Like I said, I can't imagine what it's like to be a player on the field. Yeah, yeah. It's as close as we insane. sat when the when the herd ran by, like you could actually feel it in your seat. Really, the players running by. That is so yeah. cool. And you could hear the the hits and kind of feel them. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of neat being that close. And like it was probably just cool in terms of an experience of like, oh, we get to drive up here now. Like, oh, they're opening the gate for us. Completely and unexpected. Like every like yeah. that's how it was at, oh, at the Panthers imagine. game. It was like. Every time you got to like a new checkpoint, you were like, wait, we're going up this elevator that's, you know, like all like dressed out in gold and, and fancy and stuff. And we're, you know, we're in like jeans and ripped shirts and stuff. Like, <laughs> wait, we get to go in here now? Yeah. And then the mm-hmm. doors open. There's like, you know, there's like all these, this food and alcohol. 
it was just crazy. It was like a, I didn't even register the ticket. The tickets don't really indicate where you're sitting in terms of like the fi- doesn't like say 50 yard line. Yeah. yeah, you know it says whatever A one. You know, and I'm like, oh cool. So we enter the stadium where everyone's entering. Yeah, you know, which is midway up, and it's like you know we're looking at our tickets and looking down the seats, and we did, it was me and a, a neighbor buddy that had big Michigan State fan. And we're looking and like, we just kept walking down, down and <laughs> yeah. down. And like, we're, I'm like, Kevin, I, I think that we just have to walk to the bottom. Are we, you we, know? Yeah. Like, and we did. We literally walked that to the bottom so of the stadium, sweet. turned around and then you're looking up at everyone else yeah. that's watching the game. And then you turn the and other nobody's way. nobody's in front of and you. And you turn the other way and it's players. That <laughs> is wild. Yeah. So that it's kind of been yeah, a wild feeling. Yeah. It's just crazy to have those experiences where it's just not like a life that we normally live. Yeah. For, I mean, I we got lucky flying to the Bahamas and we got moved up to first class. And that was just like something that yeah, I, I don't think I'll, completely I'll different experience. ruins you yeah. yeah oh I was like yeah cause then everything wait, else I mean is... I you I get free alcohol the yeah. whole the whole ride <laughs> yeah. I can get whatever yeah. food I want oh yeah really yeah yeah it's a it's a crazy thing yeah. so so one one of the so the other end of this spectrum of question is um, something that you know maybe like changed the way you look at a sport or changed the way you even like competed in a sport sure um, in 2013 um, Jay and I had just started dating and she bought tickets on, so there was, there's a thing called the winter classic and it's an NHL game that's played outside, usually in some type of stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were two actually that the Red Wings had put on in 2013. There was an alumni game on new year's Eve. And then on new year's day was the actual winter classic game. Yeah. So one was played at Comerica and I, believe one was played at the big house yeah right and the comerica one which is the one that we went to was the alumni red wings versus the alumni maple leafs so it was pretty rad for hockey players out there like it was you know like sergey fedorov and steve eiserman playing ty domi mm-hmm. like again and she bought tickets to that we had only been dating for maybe like five or six months and um i was just like in terms of just like being surprised i was like holy crap like this is something that you'll never be able to see again. Like these players are to an age where, you know, they're like, like they're not skating much longer. Um, They all probably skate a little bit, but um, they're definitely like not, you know, they're still not like in their prime, but to watch those players still play um, was super eye opening because just in terms of, of hockey, it's, it's a super high skill sport. Yeah. Right. Like, it's very physical and you know aerobic, but at the same time, the skill level of each player between the stick and the puck is um, is part you know more than fifty percent of the game is having that ability to um, to be a good player is to be good with your stick. So these guys, you know, most of them, I would say the average age of of the alumni team was probably like mid fifties, maybe some in their sixties, actually some. 70 year olds were still playing and obviously they're not like hitting or anything it's it's more of like a a show and it's still fun but their ability to stick handle and and shoot was still i would say 75 80 percent of what they were like in their prime wow and their just their ability to then read the ice and anticipate plays was was equally as good as when they were in their prime huh. so to watch these guys that are like you know at the time were older like my dad's age or older thinking that i was a good hockey player like i would have stepped out and just and still gotten like you oh know, yeah just walked by these guys because of of their skill in that sport um and it was like it was super eye-opening just because even though they're out of their prime the level of ability that they have in that skill 
is so far greater than the normal person playing that sport. Um, but to be able to see it in person and see them put together those plays and, you know, and actually shoot and, and whatnot was, um, was pretty, was more than impressive. Yeah. Um, and that just kind of led into thinking about that led into the spiral of like what other sports are out there where you see it in person and it really makes things uh, full circle of like how different of a sport or how different of an activity it is at that level versus um, the average, um, you know, the average Joe. Yeah. No especially Joe. with sports <laughs> that like, I mean, all sports are the, this way, but especially a sport like hockey or baseball. Yeah. I, like I can't imagine if they just let average Joes go stand at the plate and get three pitches from we a major just had baseball this, pitcher. We had this conversation in Madison, if you remember. Yeah, that. yeah. I, I just can't imagine we what it's like. We still will do this, and we will film. Here we it. go. But Joe, Joe knows where I'm going. Joe claims he can hit a hundred mile per hour fastball. Oh, Ooh. I'm not an average Joe, but he's not average. It's, right. That's true, and yeah. I don't, I don't not think he could. But I just also think that it'll be harder than he thinks. How, yeah, how many times? How, how many pitches do you get? Baseball. How many pitches do you get? Yeah. <laughs> how many pitches do I get before yeah. I hit one? Yeah. I mean, I, I guarantee I'll hit one before ten pitches. I probably just need three wow. to adjust, and then I don't know anybody that can throw a hundred miles. I don't either. either. I I know a major league baseball pitcher, but. I don't I, think he we need to find like a batting cage that has the ability to do that. I played college baseball, yeah. and yeah. at forty, I went back and played my college's alumni game. Yeah, I pitched and threw in the mid to high eighties, and then hit and was hitting pretty well. So it's not exactly like yeah. just it's some not just guy like a normal never like yeah. couch potato. Yeah, that thinks it's easy to hit a yeah. hundred mile per hour fastball. Yeah, agreed. Just, yeah, anybody that's not played baseball. You, I don't think you have a chance at all. You can't even see a hundred mile per hour fastball. You also you don't even have the ability to, to even like, re, like to think about what it's like. Like you don't have reference. Yeah. Right. Like you don't have reference of like, oh well, you know, when I was playing, I could hit a seventy mile an hour fastball, and you know, a hundred mile an hour is thirty miles per hour more than that. Like you don't have that reference mm -hmm. for the most part. But somebody that has does have that reference, knows what they hit consistently knows what they were so able to throw. My point was if, <clears throat> if it's a hundred mile per hour, but it's, it's fastball, 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 fastball. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll hit one. You just adjust. If I step into a baseball game and the guy is allowed to throw his slider, his curve, his changeup and his hundred mile per hour fastball, I'm not touching the, the hundred mile per hour really? fastball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is different. This yeah. is, can you yeah. hit a ball moving hundred miles per hour? Yes, I can. Yeah. Can you hit one when it's mixed in with yeah. three other and pitches? And you don't know what's coming. And I don't coming. know yeah. what's coming. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. That is a and completely different scenario. Yeah. So, and the reference was also in the fact that Sports Illustrated had said that hitting a 100 mile per hour fastball was harder than pole vaulting. That's right. And, and I, That's I where we got. 100% disagreed. Yeah, I forgot about that. That without a doubt, pole vaulting 17 feet for me was 1,000 times harder than really? hitting a fastball, a major league fastball. Sure. Yeah. So I didn't understand that really. Yeah. Whatsoever. All right. That's a good reference to have too. Yeah. Especially coming, well, it also adds another layer that you've done both. The normal baseball to pole yeah. vaulting switch that you see a yeah. lot in, <laughs> yeah. in major sports. Typical. Yeah, that's pretty typical. typical. Sure. Yeah. What is average um, Olympians. <laughs> what, what is one that opened your eyes to athletic ability at that level? Like, uh, like going the to the level. Arnold. Yeah. The, I mean, just. Weightlifting at the Arnold. Well, weightlifting as a competition, but being at that event. And seeing the spectacle of all the things going yeah. on there, like we work out and most CrossFitters are just 
pretty normal people, yeah. which it, it kind of goes back to why CrossFit is, I think, so appealing is that even in CrossFit competition, like even though you're hitting whatever, you, uh, I don't know, Murph or whatever, like yeah. a CrossFit Games athlete can Murph way faster than the average person. You have a frame of reference for how that feels, how the movements are done. Yeah. But like if you're watching baseball and you've never played baseball, you have no idea pretty much what's yeah. going on or how that feels or what it's like. I think yeah. that's partly what makes the CrossFit Games so fun to go to. Yeah. Is you've got 20,000 people walking around that all understand what the athletes are doing on the field and they all understand that it's beyond anything they can imagine. So it makes for a neat crowd, and yeah. a, a neat kind of experience. Yeah, that is true. And it, I mean, people are just so much more excited for all of it. Whereas like, you're not going to find the average football fan is like, wow, that offensive lineman did a great job on yeah. his pass block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. In fact, nobody, most of the time, nobody is even watching the line. No. You're watching, you know, you only know one of two players. The rule with the offensive line in football is you only know what they're doing when they do it wrong. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, and you, Poor guys. Yeah, that's true. So, it's, it's a pretty, what is it, like selfless? It's very, very selfless. Yeah, selfless. You're constantly getting stepped on, ran into, and you never get any glory. Yeah. Do they get paid any... They get paid an astronomical amount. But, like, in with respect to, like, other players? The quarterback? Like, let's say a so, running back in I, comparison to a D-lineman. Yeah, have you seen the movie The Blind Side? Yes. They start out with a great quote that the highest paid player on the team is the quarterback, and then the insurance policy is the left tackle. Is usually the second highest. Ah, uh, really? Yeah, because he's the protector of the quarterback. The blind That's pretty side. Sweet. Oh, is that why it's called that? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the left tackle. Oh, I get it. A right-handed quarterback. Their their blind side is on their left. Gotcha. Side, so the left tackle. The career ender. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. I don't know football. So that's it something. A, it's a sport. It is. Oh, well, on indeed. grass. And so, some <laughs> on would grass. Say, someone say it uh, fields some of the best athletes <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> okay, don't start. <laughs> All right. So, but being at the Arnold is insane because uh, not only do you, like people, if you watch weightlifting on the internet or on TV, yeah. You don't have a frame of reference for what size those people are. It's yep. like the opposite of the NBA. Like everybody in the NBA is six foot to seven foot. So they all look about the same. But we're all, uh, well, nope, nope, not, no. not you guys. But yeah. <laughs> if I walk into Sorry. a room with NBA players, I'm like, <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Hey, how's the air up there? How is it? Um, but like in Olympic weightlifting, you'll watch a, a lifter that's like, Five three, yeah. like we said, the Olympic before we started here, the record for Olympic weightlifting for fifty five kilos in the snatch is one hundred and thirty five kilos. Yeah, almost three hundred pounds. That's triple, triple their body yeah, weight, just about which is an insane thing to see. Yeah, or like on the powerlifting and strongman side to see guys deadlifting a thousand pounds in person. Yeah, and hear the bar hit the ground and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just like. Insane. And like the one year we went, I brushed shoulders with Eddie Hall and he's like 5'11 he's or whatever. He's not that tall, yeah. But he is, looks like a bus walking he's around. He's 5'11 yeah. wide too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, He's like a bowling <laughs> he's ball. He's an actual <laughs> yeah. sphere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So when we started talking about that, because that, that also like, that that's hard to talk about with people who don't weight lift or CrossFit regularly. Like that's a, the, <laughs> hi Michael. That's a thing that, you know, for the longest time, and even before I started like crossfitting, you would see weightlifting on TV or you'd see it in the, you know, in the Olympics if you'd watch it. And it was like, 
oh, that person just snatched a bunch of red plates. Like, really cool. Yeah. But now that we do this, like, my best snatch ever was 275 pounds. I weigh over 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. This 112-pound person, put that into reference, over half, like, half of my size snatched 25 pounds more than I did. Yeah. And that's just talking about the really, really, really light guys. Yeah. The really, really heavy guys gets <laughs> a, even more fun. Yeah. So when I'm just, I'm scrolling La, on. Lasha uh, just. Yeah. He, so that's what I was going to talk he about. He snatched what? Like two, 223. Yeah. 223 so kilos. Lasha. How do you say his last name? Tala. He's from Georgia. Um, I have not the state of. Not, <laughs> thank you. Not the state of. He that's snatched correct. 223 kilograms. That's more which is than. Almost 500 pounds. Yeah. That's more than you can squat probably. 487. And that, oh, dude, I'm not, I'm not a squatter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's, yeah, that's almost 500 pounds that he snatched. He, taking so he from, put the it, he, from the floor From the floor to overhead, what, what most of the human population can't pick up off the ground, four inches. No. Oh yeah. Um, a high majority of the population. Can't even hang on yeah. to that amount of yeah. weight. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, then you start looking at like what he's clean and jerked and he clean and jerked 265 kilograms. Two. 600 something yeah it's like half of a car that he takes like from you the can't even, overhead. it's so hard to even <laughs> fathom like yeah. when you when you said a thousand pound deadlift yeah think of a thousand pounds like normal person so for reference i'm a decent deadlifter my all-time best is 555 <laughs> like that's depressing to know somebody does double double what i can do now and they're not. I mean, they are. They're they're bigger than the I am. Thor Bjornsson, like, the guy that did it, weighs probably five hundred pounds. No, no. At the time, no. <laughs> he does not weigh. No way. Doesn't he weigh like four hundred pounds? <laughs> That's like a car walking around. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. Hold on. He weighs a ton. He's like six five hundred pounds. I'm. Thor. I feel like we're supposed to start singing some folk song about. <laughs> about he four. weighs a ton. Okay. He weighs he weighs three hundred and forty four pounds. That's okay. a lot of weight, isn't there? I, I swear <laughs> to God, five hundred pounds is a lot. I swear to God, there's a uh, a strongman competitor that weighs like five hundred pounds. <laughs> Did you guys watch no. the, the Eddie Hall documentary? Yeah, one of those guys weighs an astronomical amount. Heaviest. There power are there are shut ins like in the corner of a house somewhere that haven't moved yeah. for fifteen years that weigh five six hundred pounds. I love those pounds, shows but, on TLC. But no. no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Glenn Ross, Glenn Ross. He is, oh my god, he's so big. Four hundred and seventy four pounds. Yeah, yeah. Four hundred seventy four pounds. What's the basal sorry. metabolic rate of a human being at four hundred seventy four pounds? What yeah. do they have That's to eat Eddie, per yeah. day? Right. Eddie like, Hall spends like. Two grand a week or something insane on groceries. Yeah, or whatever uh, Brian Shaw does the right. same thing. He does like you know eat every right. or a day in the life of eating for as Brian Shaw, and it's yeah. like twelve full meals. Yeah, it's it's like fifteen thousand calories. Uh, I did a set of deadlifts. Guess I got to eat a whole meal. <laughs> yeah, he's eating like two cheeseburgers in between squat sets. Don't let that guy come to Thanksgiving. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Wow. Uh, but so yeah, so like those numbers on both ends of things, that's insane to see the gigantic people yeah. lifting astronomical amounts of yeah. weight, and then really, really small people also li lifting insane yeah. amounts of weight. Yeah, and, and like, to be fair, one of those is a mass motor movement, right? Yeah. Like, so what's the cross-sectional like diameter of your muscle fibers is going to kind of predict how much yeah. weight you move. On the other side is neurological. Oh yeah, that guy doesn't have to be. 
400 pounds to throw 300 pounds overhead. Yeah. yeah. He is a neurological monster. Yeah. You know? So those are two very different sports. That is, I love using that as an example with the kids at the high school. I always have kids that are like, well, that kid's bigger. That's why he lifts more weight. I'm like, that's not how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. There's, there was a cool event that Rogue put on a few years ago with, um, so Rogue sponsors both CrossFitters, weightlifters, and strongmen. And they had, I want to say it was Thor, because they have him as one of their athletes. Um, and then they had Alex Smith, mm-hmm. and they did a clean and jerk ladder. And Alex Smith is about Michael's size. So what he's if his like, name was Todd? <laughs> Thor, oh, what if Thor was Todd? Yeah, I mean, he was just you... like a normal, like a normal name. Hey, yeah. I'd like to introduce you to Todd. And yeah. He walks through the door. And he's like yeah. four hundred pounds. Like the guy walks sideways through the door. How do these guys get these Magnuson Thor? It's like appropriate. Dude, the parents were like, Icelandic. "This guy's yeah. gonna be massive." Just like, like sick. It's names. a law in Thank Iceland goodness. that yeah. when you're born, you're not allowed to have a boring name. Yeah. 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 Nope. Sorry, that Thor. name was rejected. Somewhere there's a guy that's 135 pounds that na- is named Magnuson. It's really embarrassing, but generally speaking, yeah. the ones we get to <laughs> yeah. know yeah. are monsters. Yeah. yeah. So they did this event where they had uh, they had Thor and Alex Smith, who's a professional CrossFit athlete, do a clean and jerk ladder, and it was like one of the most entertaining things to watch because Alex Smith, who's actually very strong, he's cleaned 400 pounds before, which is unreal. He squat cleaned split jerked every weight and it went up to like 335 or 345 and there was like four bars and every time thor picked it up like it was like an empty barbell like literally just put it to his shoulders and then curl and then press every time up to 335 pounds like it was like it was like oh gosh gotta pick my laundry off the floor again like just picked it up press it overhead and dropped it and got uh, the small child to pick up and throw yeah that was like that was one of those moments where you're watching, you know, like a professional athlete and a professional athlete do the same thing, but just in different realms. And, and it just separated like, holy cow, the ability level is just so different. Yeah. It was was wild. That's why I always talk about that. It'd be fun to watch like athletes that are in another sport, like the what if scenario of like, what if LeBron James plays soccer and is a goalie, you know, what happens? Superstars. You don't you know. remember that? No. no. Yeah, they used to do it. Take all the, all the sports and they compete in obstacle courses. And oh, really? Strongman contests and sprints. They'd put them in all these different stuff. Is the Jeep Superstar? We'll have to watch it on yeah. YouTube. Maybe we'll do a, a react to. Ooh. Yeah. Or we could do a reenactment. Oh, football there we go. player versus hockey player. There, uh, Let's do that's it. What, remember, we were talking about doing the presidential fitness challenge. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill that? you on the oh, sit and yeah. reach. Elementary dude. school. Sit and reach. I was looking I'm at the standards you. for like a senior in high school, and I was like, you know what? That mile time is no joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mile time is tough. It's like six oh five. That's tough. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's really for hard. Girls for yeah. For, for for someone that grader. doesn't work out, yeah, that's true. For somebody that's not active, that is impossible. But for somebody like you know, like normal athletes, that's yeah. a nice segue maybe into the <laughs> yeah the so, difference yeah. between what's might be considered fast in one world and what's considered fast in another. Sure. So what's your story? Well, actually, I guess I haven't even shared my sports story. Yeah. The, yeah, that's where I thought you were going. Oh. Well, for me, it was going to, and if you're a frequent listener of Bourbon and Balance, you'll remember talking about when I was in college in Discovery Track and Field, I bought tickets to the U.S. Championships to go see what that was all about. In Indianapolis. In Indianapolis. And so arriving there and seeing firsthand, sitting down by the track, how fast a human being can actually move was my awakening into the difference between running and sprinting. 
Mm. Every human being might be able to run, but very few can sprint uh, like these athletes do. There's a literal wall of wind that comes into the stands when the 200 meter runners come by in a wave and they're moving at you know incredible velocities. I think Wait, we, we, actually, you can actually feel them? The rush of air as they go by. When the 200 meter runner, if you're that. sitting, if you're sitting trackside yeah and the 200 meter it, when they come around the curve they're usually pretty even mm-hmm. and when they come around the curve and hit the straightaway that wind from them coming around the curve to the straightaway you can feel wind hitting you That's from that way. yeah because they're moving that quickly as a, that you know, eight wild. athletes running by yeah yeah it's something and they're, and then cool. they're in front of you and then they're gone and then you're just looking down the track um, and we talked about that because uh, recently DK Metcalf. So that's where, yeah, I was going to ask about that. The football player. Mm-hmm. You know football? It's um, it's, it's a sport. It's a video game. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he set the record for on-field speed. For the mm-hmm. season. For the season. Yeah, he's the yeah. fastest. He, he caught a ball and ran, ran and 70 yards. And he is a, an absolute circus freak yes he's a monster yeah yeah Yeah. and he ran what 22 miles an hour 21 so yeah it was 21 miles per hour that he ran on the field and and he's a massive human being too and very impressive and he actually has uh he ran a hundred meters exhibition uh, oh wait he was the one that did that yeah Yeah. oh i didn't even realize that yeah he ran like at the trials or something like that no No, it was just like it was an exhibition yeah it was just but it was a track and field event track and field okay that's what i'm yeah that's something so he's very fast human being so uh, we were just talking this is what's part of what sparked the conversation is that he had run on the field 21 miles per hour and it was the fastest anyone had moved on a football field in the nfl in the nfl highest level of that sport yep which is great but then i was referencing the fact that that's nothing compared to a track and field athlete sure. on the track which was 28 miles per hour oh running the 100 meters so just even the relative change from one of the fastest sports in the world football yeah. to the fastest sport in the world track and field now it's not compared it's not the same because yeah. it's on a rubber track and it's spiked up but just yeah the velocity sure, yeah. with which a human can move yeah is seven miles per hour faster than that yeah, guy. What i wonder what his miles per hour was when he ran on the track like if it was any different or not he was okay yeah, I know he yeah. didn't. He was like he got like sixth or whatever. Yeah, he, he got last great. in the heat. But I mean, considering he doesn't train it for sport, yeah, actually pretty impressive. There's a lot that he does wrong yeah. in his running mechanics. Yeah. That yeah, like everyone who watched him run said he could run a lot faster, and he yeah. was super humble, and I really appreciate yeah. him. What he, um, what is the relative size of somebody that's running like you said, 28 miles an hour? Because he's what he's well, like that's six, pretty far ranging, right? He's six three, like two forty. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a big dude. So he, his, like that is thick. So in the last 20 years, sprinters have gotten a lot taller. Usain Bolt is 6'5", yeah. and which is amazing. Um, so he's not unusual in his height. Asafa Powell was 6'3", was a Jamaican world record holder. But what I think was his absolute bulk, his mass, is what's yeah. unusual. Yes. You know, Usain Bolt was 6'5", to 10. Yeah, oh, fairly slender realize, yeah. Slender, to... yeah. And like, you, you, there's a relative strength to weight ratio you want yeah. in track and field. You don't yeah. get rewarded for looking scary. For yeah, a long, yeah, yeah. like through the <laughs> yeah, 90s true. and like to 2010 though, most of the guys were like five, six to six foot yeah. and were just giant muscular. Carl Lewis broke the mold at six one. Yeah. He was considered See, a See, now I would have thought you would tall. want a little bit more length just for length of stride. Uh, but does that also... That's where that balancing act comes in. In the hundred, you have thirty to forty meters of acceleration that's hampered by sure. being six five. Yeah. Um, but until again, until recent times, so people would be moved towards sprints when they were shorter, 
And now that 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 world has been opened up yeah. to not just shutting down because because yes, the last sixty meters, if your stride is you know yeah. eight inches longer than the guy next to yeah. you, and you have the same turnover, guess what? Yeah, you, you win the race. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, technically, if you were to fill out a frame of so much, you know, six six foot to six five, and get your mechanics right, physics would say you probably you should, should be, be more faster. Yeah, right. Yeah, if that neurology and yeah, force production is all the up. same, then yeah. yeah, taller is better. Yeah. Yeah, but it's harder to come out of the blocks and to get, you know, get that lead. You know, it, typically the taller athletes are having to make up distance. True. Um, 28 miles an hour. Yes, and I, I I tell people all the time, and again, coming from a lot of sports and then playing baseball collegially and then moving to track and field, so I didn't have an understand. I had an understanding of sports, but I didn't have an understanding of speed. And track and field is the sport of jumping, running, and throwing. Right, that's that's what we do. We ju- run, jump, and throw, which are the three things that make every other sport happen. So it's kind of a neat dissection hmm. of that. But showing up and seeing what the human potential was for running, for jumping, and for throwing blew me away yeah. and it, 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 if you if you ever get the chance to go to the olympic trials or go to a u.s championships or olympic games to see a human being run by at max velocity will change your understanding of yeah, what we talked about okay, going because i've never i've never been able to experience that like i've never seen that like jaw dropping you know difference between what i see as you know a crossfit athlete or whatever that's but. that's my number one bucket list item is yep. to go to the olympics to, to if you're if you're yeah. oh, if, yeah. let's say you're listening you're five foot nine so stand up and look straight up in the air two feet away seven foot nine is a top level high jumper for for the u.s so if you're five foot nine two feet higher so basically essentially however high you can reach if you're five foot nine somebody is jumping their entire body over that in space yeah, with, <laughs> with their own energy <laughs> yeah I, I can't even fathom it doesn't yeah. even make sense yeah. Like it, like to me, it's like, they should have them yeah. jump over people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here's right, Susie, she's five, eight <laughs> and we will clear her next. Susie, put your arms up. <laughs> oh, we hit her no. arms. Oh, wait, 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 hey, here's Shaquille O'Neal standing yeah, yeah. and we're going to jump over him. That's, oh my gosh. And for the next sense. jump, we have the Harlem Globetrotters yeah. that they're going to jump over. <laughs> that is so wild. Yeah. Or yeah. pick up a 16 pound shot put. If you ever have the chance, like we've got one here at the gym. I often tell people, go pick that up and just hold that shot put because you've seen the shot put on TV, mm-hmm. but you've never held a 16 pound like bowling ball or shot put. And imagine you don't throw it. You, you push it like a bench press. Yeah. And you're going to push this thing 78 feet away from you, yeah. which is almost the entire length of our upper gym. I can't even, I can't even fathom. Like, it's like, like I've a, never thrown a shot put before in my life. Like if you held a 15 pound kettlebell though, yeah. you know how heavy that is. Think yeah. of how far you think you can throw that. Yeah. 15 pound med <laughs> ball. On yeah. to hey, the, that was a cute 12 feet. <laughs> yeah. Hang on to the handle and throw it as far as you can. And you're not going to get half of what, yeah. you know. Yeah. These guys are putting it in the air, you know. Almost 80 Even feet away. Even more insane is javelin and discus. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> so insane. far. Yeah, we need to have like a, a track day where where like <laughs> Joe takes you and I and Michael and we'll just go out and like try things and film it and make like an episode Do you have that? Would be good. I've got them all. Yeah. Wow. Because what we could do then is like do some type of comparison of here's where Ryan threw the shot put here's where, you know, the gold medal would have been. Yeah. And then we can, cause I would, I would love to be embarrassed. 
I, I think that would be fun. <laughs> I've thrown the shot a little bit, and I was so bad. Oh, I can't. I mean, but and, and it is all relative. Like these people, this is what they do. Yep, this yeah. is all they do. I trained for it for a whole for. season and only got about five feet better. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, just. I would love to to understand more of what it you know what that stuff actually means. Because yeah. the running now, I'm getting a little bit more like insight to as we start you know getting a little bit more involved in running mechanics with different sprinting and long distance stuff. But when you're throwing an object, like I know throwing a baseball or throwing a lacrosse ball, like I don't know what it takes to throw a javelin or to, you know, throw a discus or whatever. So it would be cool to, to really have that like apples to apples. I don't think comparison. you have a pole that could hold him. Do you? <laughs> He's pretty big. Safely. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the joke lately. I feel I'm attacked. I feel attacked. Chonky boy. Well, I've always told me I had big bones as a kid, okay? It's a real thing. You got Leave your me pa- alone. You got your pants in size husky. <laughs> With stretch built in, too. Speaking of not big boned, one of the experiences that I had on the other end of the spectrum that's going to shift us a little bit, it's not really a sporting event, but I bought tickets to Swan Lake by the Russian Ballet in Kalamazoo. Hmm. And went and 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 watched. I was seven rows back, so I could literally like see the sweat on their brow. And that event changed me from my understanding of human movement as much as anything. Yeah, I have never seen human beings move their bodies with so much finite control of every muscle, of every limb, even what their fingers were doing. Yeah, and holding it so effortlessly. And moving through space in a way that I'd never seen. The fi- I thought pole vault was a fine motor movement. It's not. When you see a ballet, a professional ballet dancers yeah. move on a on a on a floor, it resets everything of how you understand how a human being can move and control and their body. Yeah, like train and itself like, to do. Yeah, and surgery. <laughs> yes, it's so precise. Yeah, and then do it doing it timed to an external input of music yeah. and in in rhythm with another athlete like moving on the dance floor. Yeah. Uh, was completely sports perspective changing. So actually to the question of the day, right? Like what's the coolest athletic event you've ever been to? Um, there were multiple people that said Cirque du Soleil. And that's something I've never experienced in real life either. But like, you know, you can see things on YouTube or whatever, but I want to go and watch that because that's along the same lines of like the ability of those athletes is far beyond what you think is even imaginably possible. Yeah. And then to see it with your own two eyes and experience it like I can't even, you know, like anybody that I've ever talked to that has seen Cirque du Soleil in person is like, almost at a loss for words on how to try and describe what they saw. And I like, you know, when you, when you go to a sporting event, you're like, yeah, like they're really fast or they threw the ball really far. But like to see somebody do the things that those, those athletes do it. Precision. Yeah. Yeah. Acrobatics and gymnastics are just mind craziness. Yeah. Oh man. That's like, we could go down the rabbit hole of gymnastics too. Like when you start CrossFit, like getting a ring muscle up is like, you know, or at least years ago was the epitome of being a good gymnast in CrossFit. And then you see gymnasts and the muscle up, the strict muscle up is like base level. Not, it's not scored. That's them getting into position to start their routine. Yeah. So like you can just go down this rabbit hole of like all of these different types of, you know, sports and 
the 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 ability for them their athletes or the athletes in those sports are just so far beyond comprehension of of a normal human it, it's it's super cool um we definitely need to run a track and field day though yeah let's put that in our pockets for the spring because i think that would be hilarious i think joe would get way too much enjoyment out of it but watching us it would be, be miserable awesome. <laughs> yeah we Mike, should do a whole Michael decathlon should do all right on it that's right? what we should do we should do a decathlon and see what we score me actually run yeah. and, oh and actually my. score I'm getting last in the, in the mile hilarious. i know that but we can't train it we can only crossfit like that's the only training you can do to, right. to prepare for you it. can pull off a decathlon in less than two hours all 10 events yeah because well, with if, us yeah if you do it with just a small group of people moving from event to event yeah yeah you can pull, be like you a can pull one off in two hours almost. yeah 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 that'd be kind of fun i think that would be fun and and film it and you can do a whole video on it and stuff that would be cool sounds good right. Done. well thanks for coming on again i know you're super busy you but. bet this was this was none fun. of us are busy we don't do anything <laughs> sure ever well have fun at your wedding i will all right see you guys on the next episode Reverend and Balance Boys out. As always, thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with somebody who you think would enjoy it as well. This week's episode was sponsored by Cole Whip Speed Ropes, the fastest and most efficient ropes on the market. Use promo code BOURBON to get 10% off your order today.